What does justice mean to you? Not like the dictionary definition. In practical terms, what is justice? You know, it wasn't that long ago that the people of this little town of ours got together and decided that the antiquated systems of justice that we had been tolerating for so long were certainly not working for us. And so we did what seemed like the obvious thing to do and we got rid of them. In the years since then, we found all manner of ways to protect ourselves and one another, all manner of ways to deal with problems as they come up in the best way that we could think. Um, and that's not to say that we haven't had problems. I mean, you know, it's not like we did away with the villains or evildoers with insect themes or all manner of jerks and problem causers. They're still with us. And in equal measure, we have well-meaning citizens with very powerful enchanted items that just want to use those to help. How can they do that, though? What means do we have as individuals and as a community to implement justice in a way that works for everyone? Well, that's a tough question to be sure, but stay tuned to hear me and my friend talk to as many of y'all from around town as possible and hopefully come up with some answers. guest for today, Deputy Barnaby Brinker, steward of the old jail museum, keeper of the keys, teller of the tales, and friend of the wax inhabitants of the museum, has been a retired sheriff's deputy ever since the police were run out of town. If you wish to learn the history of justice here in town, swing on over to the museum and give Barnaby a chat. Incidentally, if you're in need of a fishing license, Barnaby is also happy to oblige permitting that you bring the appropriate paperwork with all of its respective fields filled out correctly. There is no online portal for this service. Well, Barnaby, how you doing today? Oh, hey there! I'm happy to be here! I'm glad to have you, you know? Um, man, it's it feels like it's been so long since I've just been able to sit down in the studio and have a chat with a good person. Yeah, things have been awful wild lately. <laughs> Tell me about it. I mostly keep to the museum, but things around town ever since them cicadas showed up have been absolutely bonkers. Yeah, you don't have to say that twice. It's been a weird couple of weeks. Things and I'm around just glad. town have been absolutely bonkers since all those cicadas showed up. Thank you. You you said I didn't have to say it twice, but I did. You sure did. Um, thank you. That was good of you to do. So. I think a lot of people around here have already been by the old jail museum. They know you, they love you, they get their fishing licenses from you. But for people who don't know, I just want to dig in a little bit to, um, you know, your past before you became the keeper of keys, teller of tales, etc. Um, so, were you a cop? Is that, is that right? Technically I was, yes, for quite some time. Huh. And, you know, I'm not proud of my time in the department, but... I was mostly sort of their bumbling fool. Oh, that's fun. I mean, every department's got to have at least one, usually more. I can't say that I left with no blood on my hands, but uh, 
I certainly did as minimal damage as I could. Well, that's scary to think about, but I guess good, good, relatively speaking. Uh, so what, you know, what was the nature of uh, your departure from the department? Well, when the town rose up against the department and ran them out of town, I hid here in the old Gale Museum, which, even though it's got a dirt floor and rusty old bars, is in fact where we kept the overflow of people who were being locked up. Um, Even in I, modern times, you know, we were just putting so many people in that other one that sometimes we didn't have room. We'd have to put them in the museum. I forgot how bad it was back before before the police were run out of town, but... But the wow. town found a new way for me to pay my debt to society by making me the steward of this museum and informing people of the dangers of coercive justice. Yeah, I mean, that's a worthy cause, you know? A worthy cause. So, how is it going, you know, with uh, now that you are at the museum? You know, what do you do there? What's your day-to-day -day looking like? Um, you know, what sort of lessons are you teaching people, you know, that maybe you could bring here on the on the show for people who maybe can't make it over there right now? Well, I show them the keys. Uh, they're big. And they're on this cool. big old chain. They're heavy to carry, but it's my burden to take them on. And kids love the keys. They like putting it in the lock and opening it up. And then I pretend to lock them in. They go, I don't like it in here. And I'm like, yeah, nobody did. And right, then I take yeah. them out, of course. Yeah, of course. Even though old habits and all. But I mostly just sit here by myself, drinking my cup of joe. And, you know, it's a pretty lonely job, but I I'm happy to do it. Well, somebody's got it for sure. For sure. I appreciate your, uh, you know, your service and your commitment to uh, more equitable forms of justice. Oh, yeah, I try to do my part. Uh, I still have my, my toy gun here that is a replica of my old, very kind of large firearm that I carried. And I twirl it around for kids and they, I go, isn't that cool? And they go, yeah. And I go, absolutely not, it isn't. Yeah, no. You gotta respect a firearm. And then I twirl a little tin cup instead. I say, isn't this cool? And they, they don't know what to answer because I've already kind of subverted their expectations. But uh, I tell them that is cool. And I say, huh. see the difference. Do they, like, believe you in the end? Or sort of like, where does that land? Pretty much every child leaves the old jail museum very wary and unsure of life. Yeah, it sounds like sort of a, like, a, a labyrinth of, like, mind puzzles that you're presenting these. Mostly children, it sounds like. I like to think of myself as sort of a benign trickster, yeah. I'm into it. I can, I can get down with that. Hey, um, how... How do I get a fishing license? Oh, are you interested in getting a fishing license? Uh, you know, I've got, like, some free time in the next couple of weeks, and I thought it would be good to just, like, get out on the lake, and, uh, yeah. Well, first but... off, you're gonna want to go to the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Mm -hmm. You're gonna want to get a Form A24, and then you're gonna want to go to the Department of Field and Game and get a 725. You fill them okay. out triplicate and then you bring them in here and then i stamp them i give you your temporary license and then you got to go back to fish and wildlife to get your permanent one wow i can't believe it's that easy it's so much easier ever since they changed it over right yeah well yeah I'll, i guess i'll just get that going and hopefully in the next i'll be able to get it done in in time for my days off it's um, a three to four week process but it's worth it
Yeah, yeah. Another no, thing you sure. gotta know is that that lake is incredibly dangerous. Oh, yeah. No, I'm ready for that. The dragonfish are massive, and you cannot hunt them. You gotta throw them back if you get one, but if they get you, they will not throw you back. Yeah, I mean, we're... I, I was planning on going out prepared with, like, a, um, you know, sort of a old British Navy ship. I mean, like, you know, 30, 40 crew members are just gonna go out on the lake and, like, Sing some shanties, cast some lines, probably not even really try to reel anything in. It's honestly. a really good time to like a good shanty. Oh, yeah. Best, probably best era for shanties since, I'm going to say, the mid-1800s. The, I always bring a sword with me out there because, as you know, those dragonfish, they are susceptible to sword. Mm, yeah, that's important to remember. Um, as much as I wouldn't want to hurt one. You oh, know, absolutely sometimes. not. They're beautiful creatures. Absolutely. Yeah, what kind of sword do you wield nowadays, now that you've left the old sheriff's gun behind? Well, when I'm not working here, you know, I don't want to have the sword in front of the kids. But sure. I have myself a true-to-life, straight-from-the-old-country Zweihander. Ooh. It's very big, and I gotta do a, a lot of sort of pull-ups and such to be able to be strong enough to carry it, but you walk around with one of those, you're gonna be taken seriously. Yeah, absolutely. That's a massive, massive sword. I love it. Okay, one last thing that's been bugging me for a while, um, and why I don't come to visit you maybe as often as I should, is um, when I walk by the jail, the old jail museum, um, it's, it's sort of so spooky and old, and I was wondering, um, is it haunted? You know, surprisingly, Pan, I get that question a lot, and that's because, yes, it is incredibly haunted. Oh, wow, okay. Well, I was spot on. Cool. It was the what epicenter kind of for many injustices for centuries. So I, when people ask me that, I go, what do you think? And they go, well, I've been, I'm standing next to a specter, so I suppose it is on it. Mm, yeah. Do you get to hang, like, are any of the ghosts cool and fun to hang out with? Oh, they're all cool. Sick. We get along swimmingly. They pull little pranks on me all the time. I get locked in the cage a lot. <laughs> That's fun. Sometimes that's... the kiddos come in with their family and go, oh, that's Barnaby. He's a trickster. Don't let him out. And I go, no, please let me out. The ghost put me in here. Oh, man. Classic pranks. But that's why I keep a little cotton here with all the wax figures of criminals behind bars. In case I okay. get locked in, I have to sleep. Hold on, let me sip in my cup of Joe cold brew with espresso ice cubes in it. Oh, that's crispy. Mmm, sounds delicious. Uh, I could go for a cup of Joel right now. Um, I have to get one after the show. So good! Well, Barnaby, here's kind of what I was thinking. You know, a lot of people have been thinking about, you know, just the concept of justice in, in our modern age, in the town that we have created for ourselves, in this sort of new order, um, a relatively old order. You, you get it. Anyways, I don't know, it's a topic on a lot of people's mind, and I think a lot of people would have questions for you as someone who is something of an expert on both the new and old ways of justice, that it would be so, so great to, um, get a few callers, and, you know, talk, talk justice, talk jail history, talk maybe ghosts, um, ghost-related things, jail-related things, etc., um... Does that sound good? You want to take some calls? I'm honored to be part of the conversation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's great to have you. Well, let's do that then. Uh, right after these words from our sponsors. Looking out on the mountain.
as is always in the phone uh, thank you someone works really hard on them i'm not sure they just send them they just get here somehow um anyways uh, uh yeah we got so many calls uh people are just dying to talk to you so let's get the first one on right now first caller you are on hello um so i'm not gonna say my name but i'm i'm gonna say I guess the name I've picked. Uh, so I guess you can call me the Buccan Buccaneer Be- Beaconeer. Yeah, I I I decided on Beaconeer. Uh, and she her the pronouns. Excellent. Uh, All right. I just the Beaconeer. The Beaconeer. Is that because you have a beak? I don't have a beak, but I chose that name because I purchased Dumoulin's Beacon. From Ooh. the mini mall radio hour, and yeah. I, I just it just arrived. Uh, like I just have it in my hands now, and well, there goes I, my yeah. gift idea for my late wife. Well, this has really what? changed my life. I feel, and I was hoping that because, uh, y- you know, uh, Deputy Brinker has experience with swords, uh, but also like justice, right? Uh-huh. Um, so the sword is like whispering truths to me. The more I hold it, the more I sort of understand how to wield it. And sure. I'm just wondering, like, should I become a vigilante now? Like, Aww. I'm going to have... say definitively that you should not. But like, yeah, sword do... justice is dangerous justice. Okay. That's true. You're going to hurt people. I don't yeah, want to hurt people, do you? I don't want to hurt people. That's a really good point. I just hmm. want to, like, listen to the voices that are in my head. That's that never are... hurt anybody before. That's True. what I'm saying. I I trust Dumoulin's beacon to to show me where. I mean, I am the beaconeer, as I've finally decided is my name. So now that name makes a lot more sense. Yeah, mm. yeah, which is finally good. putting it all together. Okay, this gives me a lot to think about. Um, I, I'm yeah. Th- thanks. Yeah, and also th- thanks, Pan. I love the show. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, that was quick. Glad we steered him in the right direction. Though. I'm glad they heeded our warning and did not become a vigilante. Yeah, that's pretty much the worst case scenario, especially with such a deadly sword as Dumoulin's Beacon. I was listening to the Mini Mall Radio Hour, and I was just... We all were! Yeah, well, I mean, what else would you be doing? Um, and... Man, that sounds like a... One, badass sword. Two, incredibly lethal. I would be worried about whoever is wielding such a blade i was gonna lay it at the feet of my wife's grave as a gift to her on our anniversary but so much for that yeah i'm sorry that that got swept out from under you is your wife a ghost is she oh she absolutely is 
Oh, that's cool. Do you do y'all still hang out? Oh, we do more than that if you know what I mean. I don't, and I won't. Um. Anyways, moving on. Just don't say that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Something. Can we get uh any anything else? Another caller. Next caller, you're on. How's it going? Hey there, guys. This is Tanner Key. Him, as you probably know, because I called in all the time. And I promise this is not a question related to the puzzle box wishes that I still have to make. Oh, okay, good. I was, you know, I've been wondering about how that was playing out for you. But... So is the genie that's beholden to my every whim, and he, he's just, he's floating right above me right now, hands crossed, and just shaking his head because he's tired of waiting. But these are important wishes, and I don't want to waste them. Sure. Like I did the first one on those daytime popsicles. Was it worth it, though? Was it a good popsicle? I mean, it was banana and chocolate, which mm. argue, it could have been better. Yeah, sure. But... So, here's my question. I'm a server, as you know, at Grandpa Groovies. Go Groovies. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, somebody really dunked on me earlier. They used the coupon for the big family meal, the... And had like a sixty-six dollar sixty-six cents tab, and oh. I guess they didn't like the food or something, and they walked out on it without paying. You know, like they they dined and they dashed. So I was oh, bummer. I was sitting there with my my feelings really hurt, and then this person just kicks the door in, and it doesn't come off the hinges. There's no damage, but the door did open dramatically. And this cool. this person was just she had a really cool fucking sword, if you ask me. And I was like, Oh, are they gonna go after the thieves? That family of people that stole all that food? And mm -hmm. they didn't. Instead they did all these really cool sword tricks and Ooh. then they used the sword to do like all the veggie prep for the rest of the night. Like, oh. They sliced all the tomatoes, they Chopped up all the lettuces and the onions, and, you know, this is stuff that takes us hours to do. Sure, yeah, that saved you a lot of work. There's a lot of ham that needs to be sliced up for the trout cordon blues, and so they sliced all that ham just so thinly and perfectly. I mean, I was driveling at the thought of it. And then they did a couple of backflips with the sword, and they backflipped out the open window and were gone as soon as they had arrived. That's sick, dude. So Did I, you get a look at them? At this hero? I mean, they had a cape and a sword. Really, after the sword, it's kind of hard to look at the rest. You know, I'm just, I kept my eyes on the sword. Like like the saying goes, keep your eyes on the sword. Yeah, that's what they say. And we all just kind of, we were doing our jobs, but they, they were doing it too, What our jobs. And yeah. we all felt kind of justice or whatever afterwards so i'm just mm -hmm. here to i'm not asking a question i'm just thanking this sort of you know masked uh justifier or whatever you would call them for coming I in and helping great. out yeah that sounds amazing yeah kind of created a balance between that uh, you know the, the dine and dash and huh i mean it's like they're saying cool. tickers you gotta eat yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll just take my answer off the air. What? He didn't what ask answer? a question. He didn't ask a question. Um, hmm. 
Well, we'll definitely get to it. Um, you know, hopefully provide an answer to the non-existent question some way, somehow. Um, I can't help but wonder, and maybe this is my old training trying to kick in, but was our first caller and our second caller in any way related? I mean, impossible to say, really. You know, there's no, no conclusive evidence so far. Um, wouldn't want to jump to any conclusions, you know. Oh, like, absolutely not! Someone calls in with a very strong, powerful, sharp sword. And then moments later, someone, you know, cuts up a bunch of vegetables, like, what, whatever. And it is not easy to cut vegetables with a sword. No, yeah, it takes a lot of talent and finesse. Years um, of training. Yeah. That's why the cook's over at... <laughs> now, all you can eat buffet that is just things chopped up and cooked with swords is so expensive. Sure, yeah, prohibitively so, I would say. Only the crustiest of the upper crust ever attend. Yeah, I don't know how they stay in business, but whatever. Uh, huh, well, that's something to think about, though. Um, maybe, maybe we could find some connections between these callers. Maybe something is up. Maybe uh, something is amiss! Yeah, it's entirely possible. I'm just a simple warden of the jail museum, but I think something's afoot. Hey, are you doing okay, man? One second, let me crack open another cold brew. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's see if we can get another caller here. Uh, learn some more stuff about, you, you know, things. Uh, next caller, Beep, you're on. How are you? Hey there. This is Mayor Ted, he, him. Mayor Ted. How is it going? Uh, great. It's great to hear from you, Ted. How are you? I'm doing great, as you probably have guessed, based <sighs> on the my sash that I'm wearing here that says Mayor of the Year. I'm doing really, really well. That's just fantastic, Because I have Ted. once again been elected Mayor of the Year. Were you elected? For the is that what happened? consecutive year, yes. That's, I don't think, election is a strong word. Didn't you just sow that yourself? I didn't vote for you. Well, it's because there wasn't an election held. Well, I, I may have sown the sash myself, but it doesn't make the words on it any less true. Debatable. Okay, well, whatever. Mayor Ted, um, Ted. I'm just gonna call you Ted. Yeah, that makes more sense. Ted, Teddy, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you need, bud? Well, I was listening to your program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a lot of friends out there who, they're just ready to get back to work. You know? And it seems like with all this sword business and all these crimes that are rampant all over town, that maybe what we need here is a little bit of law and order. And my friends, uh, you know, the... Good, tried-and-true policemen that have been waiting with bated breath to return to work here in town, who were exiled from it, are ready to do their service here. Um, They're eager for your tax dollars so that they can come in and clean this town up. Tax dollars are already going somewhere else. We don't have any money for those fuckers. I'm sure if we gutted a certain... Number of institutions that are probably redundant. 
we could make it's your favorite thing, isn't it, Ted? I'm sure we could make allowances for the men and women that we call heroes who are going to come in. Who is we? Clean He's... up these streets. Myself and my constituency. Ted, you're on some real BS right now, but I don't know what you're. I. We all have agreed to let you continue on this, you know, charade that you're Mayor Ted and you were elected and... Despite we... the fact that it is a bold-faced lie! Exactly. But you don't get to... You don't have any power to make policy changes or... Honestly, we everyone that I've spoken to would prefer if you stop trying to independently enact change around here because all of your ideas suck. Well, my friends outside of town uh they have they are powerful people with powerful weapons and they would hate okay. for anything bad to happen to anyone here in town and that's why they would like to come back are your friends in the mafia was that like a mafia threat no it was a promise that upon their return and with sufficient payment they will make this town they will ensure its safety they they had their chance, Ted. You know that. You were there. Despite the claims that I was one of them, that I was in league with them, I was not there, no. I was sitting on my tea in my apartment at the time. Ted, there's not that many people around. We all We all know what's going on. I leave it to the wonderful citizens of town to decide for themselves whether or not they would like to once again be in the loving arms of our police department, which has been wrongfully exiled from the community. Barnaby, you were there. Um, I was. Do, it was do you violent. remember Ted? I remember Ted, yeah. Yeah. He'd buy us a round of stale donuts and make promises that he couldn't keep. Hmm. He was always flatulating around, which is why we called him <laughs> Gassy Teddy. That's why? Okay. That's in fact why. <laughs> Sometimes he would take the tear gas canisters, he'd shove one down his pants and let it go off and go, Oh, I'm a stinky boy! Wow. That's how he ended up in the hospital. Yeah, that's gonna cause a lot of problems. Burns, I don't love that. Um, Ted, do you care to explain this behavior? This classic case of class clownery is completely unfounded, and there's no possible way that that could have been me. I was hospitalized briefly during that period, for a routine uh, appendectomy, completely unrelated. And I do not appreciate my sense of humor being impugned in such a way. I mean, that sounds like maybe it, one of the coolest things you've ever done. Yes, Which, like, Teddy, the bar is incredibly laugh. low. I laughed as hard as everyone else, and it was not just because of my urge to conform. Was it related, though? I mean, that didn't hurt. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Well, Ted, um, I'd like to just remind you, as I do every time, that you are not the elected mayor, and I would prefer if you stopped calling in and pretending to be a mayor. As the mayor oh my God. of this town, I will be on the courthouse steps with my two buckets and my two drumsticks, and I will be banging away, collecting tips to fund our new police force. You can see me there. You should go into your mayor's office. Oh, wait, you don't have a mayor's office. Oh, he's been dunked! Dunked him. (sighs) Okay, yeah, I'm hanging up, Ted. I'm sick of this.
Well, I will see you in the streets, then. That's a, another one that sounded like a threat. Didn't that sound like a threat, Barnaby? It is a small town. That's a threat, if you ask me! Yeah, I don't like this guy. Or a promise! This whole threat promise thing that keeps coming up is, I'm gonna say, perplexing. We keep trying this distinction. Um, whatever. Ted's gone. Pff, I don't know, I guess. Get out and see him, like, arrhythmically banging on some some buckets and stuff, if you're into that sort of thing. He has a problematic sense of rhythm! Yeah. And he insists that it's like he's, like, recreate, like, reinventing the idea of drumming and rhythm, which is just not how any of this works. Yeah. Yeah! Are you okay, man? Sorry, I swallowed a bug! Oh, it's okay. Um, well, yeah, let's talk to someone better. Um, hopefully anyone who's not such a f***er. Um, next caller. Some, you're, you're on. How, how are you? Hi, I'm, I'm the kid, she, her. So, so I'm part of the, the, the dream crime team with my dad, the founder, and, uh, the clown. Hey, there the I am alive. And the wheels. And so we're... We're calling because we're really scared because Johnny Tenshooter is after us in the dream realm. And we were hoping that, like, maybe the Beaconeer would, would, like, hear this radio station or, like, you guys would know how to get in touch with her because Johnny Tenshooter is after us. I mean, I'm not sure how to uh, get in touch with the Beaconeer after we tried to steer her away from a sort of life of vigilant vigilanteism. Whatever. How did you get Johnny Ten Shooter? I I remember that old Tommy Berenger was uh, a little bit upset with y'all pretty recently. I mean, yeah, we stole you know his secret dream briefcase of the of the secret lair, and I mean he's mad with us, sure, but like that's regular like dream team crime stuff. This Johnny Ten sure, Shooter yeah. guy has ten guns, one for each of his fingers. That's oh, too many man. firearms. That's too many. That's Good what point. I'm saying. That's a little so, army. He's mad at us, I guess, because he just thinks we're too attractive. I mean, yeah, we all wear, like, beautiful Versace suits, and we have our hair slicked back. And we just, like, look amazing. But that doesn't mean that we're sure. having sex with each other. And that's what Johnny thinks. If I learned anything, it's that a bunch of people dressed well does not mean they are all having sexual intercourse. No, and I mean, yes, I'm 59 years old, but I'm also the kid. That's weird. I don't know how to address that. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer to move on. That is very true. That's my dad. That was my dad's son. Sorry, that's me, the founder. Yeah. I would like to say that I started this crime team with one investor and a dream, and with absolutely no, none, zero, zilch, no desire to have sexual intercourse with any of my partners here. We do... Dream crime, okay? I think uh -huh. it's whatever damage that other people have about us doing our jobs, which is dream crime, that's their deal. And what Johnny is dream said, crime? Well, you know, like stealing secrets in people's dreams. And, you know, using like weird dream time to do little fun tricks on people. And so, also... Oh, is it time travel? Sometimes. What? You time travel? I mean, sort of in the dream way, it's really confusing. I don't like talking about it. Sure. So it's yeah, corporate it espionage? Mostly. Well, that's fun, I guess. 
I one love of the it. more acceptable crimes, in my opinion. We get I mean, to be on speedboat a lot. What? Yeah. That is badass. It's pretty cool. Dream speedboat. Johnny, Johnny. Oh no! Oh no! It's Johnny. Where is he? I can't. I don't can't see him. I can just hear him. Can't you hear him? You know who it is. It's no. Johnny Tin Shooter here with my tin loaded finger pistol. Johnny, I thought we talked about this. You gotta stop doing this. I know what all you attractive, well-dressed dream thieves are doing in the shadows. Crimes. We're doing dream crimes. You're We're doing a lot of crimes. Doing sexy thoughts and doing sexy actions to follow up on those sexy thoughts. You think we're all fooled? You're all fooling Johnny Tenshooter! That's gross. Yeah, get your head out of the gutter, dude. I'm the only one here who knows themselves and is happy with themselves and is... That means that I gotta kill all these people in their dreams of sexy thoughts. I don't see the connection, Johnny. So there's six of you and there's ten whole guns on my ten fingers here. I'm holding them up so I can shoot them in the air. And right before I blow you all to bits. By having Everybody watch out. This is dangerous! This I don't know what's dangerous. real! Yeah, I mean, that's another good point. They're all shiny and chrome, just the way I like them. Slicing dice. Oh! It's me, the Beaconeer. To Did you say slice and dice? That I'm trying it out. I don't know. How do you like it? As like a phrase? You bloody fool! Cool. You cut off all my finger guns. But it's in the oh. it's it's the dream it's the dream world. So like my flesh okay. is made of these. This is part of me. I'm bleeding like a crazy. <laughs> I'm in shock. You okay, Johnny? Are you? I think I think he's gonna be okay. I mean, it's the dream world. Yeah, I mean. Oh. oh. Johnny, what's um, happening? Beacon here, okay? what's going on? Someone, oh. the kid? He just transformed, I think. Oh what? no, it's me, I'm an old man. Just lying there on the floor with no more fingers on. Is, it, it, is, that, is that the Dream Lord? Yeah, I'm the Dream Lord. Oh, I've been wondering why you've been asleep all these years. So yeah, are, it's me, the are Dream you Lord. Me that Johnny Tenshooter this whole time, you've been the Dream Lord? Yeah, I've been, you know... As most people who know me are very well aware, um, I've been celibate since birth, and I think part of my issues regarding sexuality have been exercised in my attempt to kill teens and adults the same, all in the dream world. And luckily I've been thwarted by either the, that sexy bass player in the vest has been stopping me luckily and now ultimately I've been stopped by this new sort of vigilante superhero with the sword who's cut off all my fingers now I don't have fingers anymore in the dream world which is a real shame but can you maybe grow new fingers like regular yeah, fingers? it is a dream yeah but as the dream new Lord, fingers that aren't the, done. the power required to create the, the finger guns was immense they were part of who i am and they were a manifestation of my true self so and when they're chopped off in the dream world they're chopped off forever 
That's great news. I will have to learn how to live in the dream world, which is my realm, as sort of a disabled person, which, you know, maybe that's what I, that's what needs to be done here. My accent is also shifting rather dramatically. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that's just the sign of you coming back to yourself, you know, away from that evil Johnny persona. I'm not even would. English. I was born in New Jersey. And wow. raised in Tennessee. Oh. And ah, that's fun. a little bit in between in Michigan, much like the founder of my favorite restaurant. I've been asleep for a long time, so I assume that person is dead. That beats me. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of up in the air these days. Jumilee's beacon is t- telling me that I have other work to do, so goodbye, everyone. Oh, she's All right, she's well. done seven Bye. consecutive flips. That's dope. With the sword like in her teeth. That I like seems the so dangerous. Those rubies are rubies very juicy. I love rubies. Well, yeah. my wife Ruby, that was her favorite stone. Cool. Makes sense, I guess. Well, now that Johnny's not trying to kill us, we're gonna go back to doing dream crime. That's badass. Uh, more power to you. Have fun. Be safe. Thanks. Bye. Hi. Bye. Um. Huh. Cool. That was pretty thick.
still processing that entire encounter. Was yeah, that so call we... from the dream realm? Evidently, yeah. There's a thing called a dream phone. Um, you can call you call through a dream. I'm I'm not totally sure how it works, and I, it, dreams are so strange. But um, I'm told that it's possible. I want a dream phone now. Well, you have to go to sleep, and we're in the middle of a thing, so wait until later. And I've had four different cups, 16 ounces each, of Cup of Joel's cold brew with espresso ice cubes. Yeah, that's bad. That's got to be bad for you at that. You're getting to a critical level, I think. I feel fine. The taste oh, of metal okay. in my mouth is comforting. Sure. Um, well, let's put that energy to good use, huh? And get another call in here. We've got another one right here, ready to go. How you're on. Hey there, folks. It's Mr. Dazzle. He, him. Hey, Mr. Dazzle. What's up? I'm nervous as heck there, Pat. Why do you say that? Well, because, as you may or may not know, my team and I have been working in a small tech company for the past decade, committing low-level embezzlement. You know, just a little bit of fun trickery to fill right. our pockets with money. Sure, yeah, I thought that's kind of your whole thing, huh? It's crime. Yeah, a little crime. bit of fun, magic, or technology-related crime. Yeah, okay. And today was supposed to mark the culmination of all our hard work, but I'm afraid to conclude our project because of this beaconeer fella not really a fella, obviously, that it's been going around thwarting criminals. Okay, yeah, I mean, we have been trying to steer her away from the, this sort of vigilante life, but she's definitely been very successful in thwarting crimes in interesting ways. And believe it or not, know. she's done cut the power cables to our big, fancy, compact computer. Wow, that was quick. And there she went is. our whole 10-year plan. What have you... How many people are in on this grift, Mr. Dazzle? Well, we got me, Mr. Dazzle. We got Chad Dar. We've got the Cicadinator, Bandy, uh -huh, IT Greg, and then five other big tall goons who worked at the company. Oh, okay, so that's, what is that, a clean 11 then? Yeah, it's a clean 11, but we all, Jonesy works here too, but Jonesy's not part of the team no more. Oh, yeah, Jonesy... That's the same Jonesy who used to work with TikTok, right? Who used to work and be cousin by marriage to TikTok, yeah. Sure, yeah. That's a complicated uh, arrangement! Yeah, I'm still not sure I understand how that one worked out. Um, you know what they say, don't mix. Work with pleasure. You know what they say, one's for me. But All now, right. Jonesy works here just as a temp and trying to go into straight and narrow. Oh, okay. How is that working out with him, as opposed to y'all, who are all career criminals? Well, we're all constantly in very good disguise. Oh, wait, so he doesn't even know it's you? There's no way he knows. With my powerful illusion magics, there's no way he can tell that the cicadinator is in fact an eight-foot-tall cicada. If you say so. Because I have put a pair of sunglasses and a tie on him. That's, yeah, I mean, that'll thwart any sort of detection. And I have thinking. imbued him with the smell of fresh peach cobbler. Everyone trusts someone that is always smelling like freshly baked peach cobbler. That's not true. I'm but... hungry now that I've heard this! 
Okay, so, well, Mr. Dazzle, your... your plan has been thwarted. I can't believe it was this easy. You, you took ten years to prepare this embezzlement scheme, and it was, like, thwarted simply by, uh, cutting a cable? Well, for me, it... the hardest part was the fact that since we started it ten years ago, then we gotta use the computer we started it on ten years ago. So it's an old computer, prone to old computer problems. Like having one cable that could be easily cut by a sword. Not like the titanium-enriched cables of the computers today. Well, that sucks, I guess. I'm sorry that your crime failed. So I have a question for my friend Barnaby here. Do I, or do I not, seek to kill this vigilante? Well, I'd have to say no! I'm gonna agree with that. Not that you asked. Take this failure and try again! You sound like somebody that's got a lot of thumbs and a lot of cobblers! That's exactly yes. what is going on. I at all times have 10 crimes going on because I only have 11 people in my crime team. How do you manage the scheduling of that if you're all working 9 to 5 at the office also? With a paper spreadsheet at the office, silly! Oh, of course, yeah, I don't know why I asked. Sorry. Organization is key to our operation. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, that many people involved. And a lackadaisical dress code. I guess, yeah, those are the keys to success. Well, I'm going to take this advice to heart. Uh, my friend and partner here, IT Greg, has got some other questions for the Barnaby. IT Greg? Yeah, that's me. Um, I'm IT Greg. He, him. My name is actually Jeremy, but they started calling me IT Greg. It just stuck. I, I guess really... it rhymes with Jeremy. Uh, what? Mr. Jazzle likes to say that, so I don't know. I'm, I just do IT. All right, IT Greg, what have you got for us? I don't really like being put on the spot, but um, I guess do you have any jobs open in the old jail museum? Do you need an IT guy? Do you have any computers? There are no to... electronics anywhere in the building. Okay. I do okay. everything by mail. That's terrible. That's a terrible way to do it. It's the only way to ensure that crime syndicates do not get a hold of our records. They are champing at the bit to steal our fishing records and get their own fake licenses so they can poach our waters for our precious dragonfish. I'm just saying I could digitize your records for you if you wanted that. But, that okay. would make my life a lot easier and give me a lot more time to practice my gun tricks and fishing tricks. Oh, that's so, badass. So I'm just putting out and out there. If you if you think you want, I can do that. I'm I'm IT Greg. If you drop off a resume, a cover letter, okay, and a fully filled out application with no misspellings, then maybe the job will be yours. Like a printed out piece of paper. Yes! Okay, fine, fine. I mean, that's the only way to get it to him now. You must master Until my you... world if you would wish to join it! That's fair. And change it, hopefully. Yeah, gross. Alright, I guess that was my question, thanks. Back to you, Mr. Hmm. Dazzle. It's me, Mr. Dazzle, he him. Yeah, we know. First time caller. No. I was wondering, your program is listened to by millions of people. Is that right? I've never looked. That must mean you have word for it. tons of liquid cash just sitting around your studio. 
Where, if I were to be a safe in your studio, would I be hiding? I don't have a safe, Mr. Dassel. That's what somebody with a safe full of bullion and cash would say. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I don't think there's any real good way to convince you otherwise, but can I just ask, when you do inevitably break in here and, like, turn the place over looking for the safe, can you just clean up afterwards and, like... It will smell like your favorite baked good. What is it? (sighs) I don't eat baked goods, really. Maybe, like, a fresh baguette? I need something with a little more razzle. I don't know. If I'm going to be imbuing the smell in there, fresh baguette's not enough. I mean, I love gay Paris as much as the next person. But? But give me a better smell! Um, ciabatta. I personally love crow pies! What is that? Did you say crow pies? Yeah! You don't know that? You don't know what a crow pie is? I don't... I I already told you my relationship to the baked... You're about to find out what a crow pie uh, smells like. Dazzle ass. <sighs> Terrible. I feel an unearthly kinship with this, Mr. Dazzle. Yeah, y'all should hang out. Maybe we will. Dope. Well, making connections. I love it. That's what this show is all about. You know, subtle frequencies at the end of the day. Is it about discussion of complex supernatural topics? Yes. Is it also about building community? Debatably, yes. Anyways, um, I think it's time for another caller. Let's take him! Yeah, I'm on it. We're doing it. Let me just press this button. Okay, next caller, you're on. Hello, this is Moth Lad. Hey, him. Oh, hey, what's up, Moth, Moth Lad? Yeah, that's me, Moth Lad. Hey, him, and I just heard that you had... Mr. Dazzle on your program, and, you know, I was recently laid off by Mr. Dazzle from his crime team for reasons that, you know, I still am in court over for wrongful termination, but that's neither here nor there. I'd like to announce to the Beaconeer that I I have a lot of skills here, that if we would like to join up, they'd let me, I, you know, they could have me. Huh. My rate is okay. very competitive. And, you know, I've got a lot of skills. So if I'm remembering correctly from uh, when we first met the cicada nader, I don't like hearing uh, that name. I'm sorry. Sorry to bring it up. But this, the um, Evan, who may or may not be a super criminal that um, you don't like the name of. Not even a little uh, bit, no. Yeah, sure. So when we spoke with Mr. Dazzle, he was replacing a bug-based superhero on his team, and that was you. You, you used to be the critical bug hero of the crime team. I'd like to think that I was sort of the member that you know the glue that held the crime team together. And ever since I left, you know, things have been going awry. But you know, obviously, I don't you know, like to talk about them. They're neither here. I'm neither there. So, I'm looking now to team up with this new sort of supervillain, because I'm a supervillain as well, and I've got a lot of skills, like, uh, you know, my weakness is uh, I can't be touched, or I can't fly no more. You know, the scales all over my wings, very delicate. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if there's a light, I'm going to go over to it, I'm going to bump up against it, you know, like... 
Get real. Because it reminds you of the moon. Get real intimate with the uh, the light, yeah, because it's the moon. It is the moon. Yeah, because yeah, it is the I mean. moon, yeah. I If I see a good natural fiber on someone's clothes, I'm going to... I'm going to give it a nibble, you know, and just can't help myself give it a little taste. Okay, sure. You know, yeah. I, you know what they say, one's for me, and for me it's, you know, cottons, wools, mm, silk yeah, if I can get it, you know, silk if, you know, I'm, we've all got our needs and those are mine. Sure, that's fair. Also, um, um, so th- susceptible to most pesticides, those are, I'll okay. stick clear of them and I, I encourage you to as well. Yeah, they're not good for almost anybody. They're terrible! Yeah. But, you know, sometimes necessary. If you're gonna grow food, uh, sometimes you gotta put chemicals on it, I guess. That's what they tell me. Um, and I just believe it. Anyway, like to lie. I guess you're right. Hard to know what the truth is anymore. But one truth that I was just thinking about is you've got quite a few weaknesses there, moth lad. Um, what are some... Not that I'm really in the position to hire you at all, because I'm not the beaconeer, but I think she's still listening, and so I would encourage you to, if if you have any, um, talk up your strengths a little bit. I like to keep those pretty close to the chest, you know, to quote sort of my favorite Chris Nolan character, Lucius Fox, from The Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Even though he says that line in The Dark Knight. Sure, yeah, but he was better in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Much better film. This is his best appearance. You get to see Lucius Fox climb up a little ladder, which I don't know if you know this about the actor that played him. He's actually, he's got an arm that he can't use because he got in a really bad car crash. So it's it took quite a bit of effort to climb that ladder in real life, and he did not hire a stunt double. So, you know, that, for me, I, I, I watched that scene over and over because it's about the human experience and it's about perseverance over any circumstance, you know. Okay, sure. Just a fun fact about the best film ever made. If you say so. But yeah, I like um, to keep my, my powers, my strengths. I like to keep them pretty close to the chest because, you know, if my enemies got to know my strengths, then they could undo me, you know? Okay, but they do know all of your weaknesses. Yeah, that seems safer. I don't understand your reasoning there, but I will respect it. Just like to point out that where you stand right now is all the Beaconeer knows about you is that you were recently fired and you are susceptible to quite a few simple tricks. That's correct, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, but I imagine you have plenty of other things going for you, great taste in films and directors, etc. Yeah, I've got a lot of good qualities, you know. I'm a great listener as well. That's one thing I will let on is that... I- I do have a lot of experience listening. You know, I've got these these very long antennae that help me hear. A lot of people think that they're for something else, but they're hearers. That's cool. And, you know, a great hugger as well. I'll do great with hugs, with my wings, wing hugs. But sure. They can't yeah. come in direct contact with you, so it's more of sort of like the suggestion of a hug. But I guess that would be, I don't like to be touched very much, so that would work out perfectly for me, personally. Oh, it's a good, I, I don't love to, you know, and people don't love to be hugged by a large bug as much as it does rhyme. Yeah, and that's hilarious, but... I love bug hugs! Okay, well, we got one, one down. Well, I guess I'll put an ad out in the local classifieds, saying that I'm seeking to join up with the Beaconeer. Yeah, just go out in town and um commit like a petty crime, and you'll probably run into her. She'll like do a 
a flip or something. I guess I'll um, I'll go over to the nearest thrift store and have myself a meal. Yeah, that's see that's perfect. In the coats. Like a fancier meal in the coats. So Do what you're gonna do. I suppose that'll be me. That'll be my time. Sure, yeah, why not? There's no rules here. Huh, another cool another cool dude. I didn't really have anything to say! Yeah, there wasn't that much to say. I, I kinda just felt like we were sort of a like a job board. I think my heart rate went up way too high! Oh I yeah. I saw colors, it's... and I think my heart stopped for a moment, so I was just sitting there, waiting it out! Yeah, no, I was gonna pass it off to you and see if you had wanted to weigh in on Mo Moth Lad or whatever, but um, it kind of looked like you were complete. Your eyes were all glazed over, and I'm just now else. wiping the drool away from my maw. Yeah, there's a towel over there if you want it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Well, let's get on to another caller. Next caller, um, you are on. How's it going? Hey there, Pan. It's me, the person, owner, and proprietor of the Stingon Deal. Uh, any pronouns will do. As you may know, I've returned from the hospital. They pumped out all the receipts from my lungs and my stomach because I... The last time I was on, I succumbed to an avalanche of receipts. Yeah, I remember that. That was scary to hear. I'm glad you're doing better. Thank you very much, but it's not on your business. Okay. So, as you might have seen driving by the stealing deal, that there are, we had a policy change. It's now the stealing deal some returns. Yeah. Because in order to return there from the hospital, I had to, uh, you know, I had to change the policy. So now we will under... Incredible circumstances like avalanches of receipts, except returns. Sure. Yeah, do you have, like, more of a detailed list of situations that might um, invite a return? Just, like, an incredibly detailed, long If list. it's a matter of life and death, maybe I'll accept it. Okay. Or perhaps if you bought it for less than it was worth and you feel bad about it, so you return it and then I sell it for much more. Huh, okay, well that's good to know, um, but I just wanted to know that for my own purposes, um, in my dealings with you in your life, but I would like to point out before we get too far into this that it seems like you're maybe promoting your business. No, I'm, I'm just here because I've been hearing a lot of things about swords, and yeah, I have a question about that. swords. Okay, as long as it's not an advertisement. It's not, so. I got a very long involved question about swords here for your program. So I have over 100 swords for sale right now, and we got a deal that if you buy five, you get the sixth one at the same wow. price that it was marked at. And that's not even a we deal. also got some enchanted swords uh, that no, have been appraised so, by the enchantress some... that works next door at the tattoo shop. Is... And we also got uh, a sword that doubles as like a VHS recorder. Oh, that's actually really cool. They make really you a little cool. videotape, a little home videos, if you need home videos while you're doing sword tricks and stuff. Look, all of this is good to know, and I'm glad to know, and I might stop by later and say what's up, but you owe me a sword now for the amount of advertising I, you've done no, for I'm free No, I'm not advertising, I just... This you didn't even ask a question. This is context for my question. Okay, let's hear the question. I also got big knives that are not technically oh my swords. God. I'm gonna hang up. 
I'm gonna hang up the phone. They're not technically swords, but they do. They're long and they cut just like a sword. Does. This is your last chance to ask me and Barnaby a question before I hang up on you. We got switchblade swords as well. All right. Yep. Hang up. You're god. Damn it. As much as I like swords, I will not be. Well, I might go down there. Yeah, no, for sure. Look, I'm um, headed over there right now. Because if there's one thing well, I right know now. about myself, it's that uh, I love a sword. And, uh, you know, I, I love twirling them around. I love fishing with swords. You fish with a sword? Absolutely, I do. Badass, dude. That's yeah, it's sick. the only way to fish! Well, you're back. Yeah, it's not. It's not the only, there are many other- Well, it's the only way to fish if all you have is a, like, a sword fishing license. Which confuses a lot of people. They say, we're not near the ocean. How can we fish for swordfish? I go, no, you were fishing with a sword. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're kind of just asking for confusion at that point, but whatever. It's in the uh, paperwork. Sure, yeah. It's, people have a hard time reading things. Um, people have a hard time, you know, like, appreciating policies about maybe like whether it's okay to advertise for free if you try to mask it as a question on like a radio program that is flagrant disrespect for your policies yeah whatever you know they they've had a rough go of it i'll let it slide yeah just good that she's out of the hospital now anyways um i don't know barnaby you think we should get through maybe like one more caller before we call it Okay. I gotta get back to the jail museum. My sign that says I'll be back in exactly one hour. Well, that's about to be a lie itself. Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, let's get through it then. Let's burn let's burn this one. Last caller, you're on. You better be good. Uh, hello, this is um IT Greg. He him. Pleasure to meet you for the first time! Oh, yeah. Um, we spoke earlier, so. And I asked for a job. So, anyways, anyways, yeah, me, me, and some of the other crime team people, like Chadar, Mister Dazzle, Bendy's not quite sure. Some of the goons are kind of interested about maybe teaming up with the as like a crime team, but like a not crime team with the uh, Beaconeer. So, I guess this is us sort of like putting that out into the universe because we know that she's listening. But also, like, maybe, deputy, you 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 have suggestions on how maybe, you know, uh, we could do that. Since you're, you know about justice, uh, we don't. We know about crime stuff. I know how to so. not do justice, which is a lot closer to crime than you would think. Sure. Yeah, we don't want to do that, so. I guess true justice means do no harm. Okay. It means mm -hmm. repair. Okay. Things in the community that have been damaged. Sure. And it means very clear of punitive measures. That's all good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh... I you guess... seem like a diverse group of people with a diverse set of skills. It's true. I, I can, you know, update people's software and stuff. I'm sure there's plenty of crime that needs to be undone with your skill set. I hadn't really thought about it before, but, I mean... After this really devastating loss of having our our embezzlement scheme thwarted, you know. How I much guess, did you lose? It's hard to tell, but you know, it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Hmm. 
It was like eleven thousand dollars. Oh dang. <laughs> That's like a thousand dollars a year. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> yeah. You could have just gotten a job. I mean we essentially did. The business was a, a working business. <laughs> I think par- How much did you make in the business? I mean I was the full time technical, you know, IT person. I made about like sixty five thousand dollars a year. Oh, that's a pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So this embezzlement scheme insurance? was like a complicated bonus. I guess if you think about it that way, yeah, you're right. I, I guess maybe we we were always thinking about the embezzlement plan, but really what we were doing was just working at an office. Sounds like you mostly worked at an office. Wow. Have you thought this about is... just going back to that? I... Sounds a lot less cool than. It's boring as heck. It was pretty yeah. boring. But I was, I was pretty good at it. But I mean, I I st- I think so- something new would be good, like the the fish thing that you did with the fish license. I that would be different. Oh, I, when you said fish thing, I thought you meant when I was transformed magically into a fish. Oh. I mean, I want to know more about that. Yes. That but, was back yeah, when I was, was still in the department. Me. They suspected. Very intricate crime syndicate with a series of submarines in the lake was intending on harming the community, so they transformed me into a fish to try and detect those submarines with sonar. Fish sonar? I know, fish don't have sonar, but I did. Huh. Should have transformed you into a bat. Anyways. Well, um... I I guess uh, I'll be going. I have a lot of things to think about, but... If if the beaconier wants to to hit any of us up, you know we're all kind of excited about doing something different. So, you know, I guess that'll be all. Th- thanks, beaconier. I guess for opening your eyes to kind of new new future. Thank you. I'm not the beaconier. Yeah, I, we all know that. Yeah. Good goodbye. All right. Bye. Good talking to you. Hmm. Cool. Well, I guess maybe. More than anything, the Beaconeers inspired a new wave of kind of, like, magical, super powerful, but, like, kind and sort of, like, careful justice justice bringers, if that's a... is that that anything? As long as the focus is being taken away from punishing the people who perpetuated the crime and more about repairing those who've been harmed, I'm into it! Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm feeling this right now. I think this is bringing good energy to town. Uh, yeah, I think we're headed in the right direction. Um, Towards the cup of dough to get another cold brew? You and me both! Yeah, I could go for some. I'm losing steam quick. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's think about, you know, what we learned today. What did did we learn? Um, Fish don't have sonar! Fish don't have sonar. Bats do have sonar. The actor who played Lucius Fox in um, the Dark Knight series of films, directed by Christopher Nolan, um, has a limited use of one of his arms, and thus uh, had a hard time climbing a ladder. That's a fact that I didn't know. Um, Dreamlord's back. Oh yeah! Yeah, coming back to his old self, uh, Johnny Tenshooter, no longer gotta worry about that, so that's good. Now he's just meant to be a Dream Lord! Yeah, just a regular old Dream Lord, like we know and love. 
Uh, what else did we learn? I mean, the Beaconeers out there now, kind of like, you know, righting wrongs through swordplay, but not violence. Like, a lot of cool sword stunts and flips and twirls, and that's just, like, sick. Honestly, I've been, I'm kind of, as we've been doing this, I've been thinking about going to commit a crime just so that I could see her, like, in action doing, like, sword flips and stuff. I don't blame you! Yeah, so, I don't know, evildoers, watch out. I mean, you won't get, let me be clear, no one's gonna hurt you, but just watch out, you know. Beware, etc. Um, and that's all for us today. As always, I've been Pam, this has been Subtle Frequencies, thank you for tuning in, and uh, stay tuned if you want for um, uh, the Dr. Maurice Hour? Is that what somebody, does someone know? What's I believe that? it's Wind Through Trees! Uh, Wind Through Trees, no, yeah, that's what I meant, um, okay, yep, yeah, Wind Through Trees, uh, don't stay tuned then, turn it off. Okay, bye.